Measuring impact or impact evaluation is so hard. So many startups working particularly in, you know, community impact outcomes promise a lot, but can really measure how they're going to achieve that. So how do you create impact statements? Well, my tip is measure what's within your control. Hi, my name's Dana Goebel, and this is a show about business design. It's not theory, it's 40 years of lessons learned to create successful business models. You can register on my website, diaryofabusinessdesigner.com, for email notifications, new episodes, and downloading resources. Now, I'm no expert in evaluation and impact at all, but I have been working in healthcare for nearly 20 years and have worked on a lot of projects that have promised, of course, impact to improve health and well-being of members, customers, users, and to change the system and to create progress in innovation in healthcare. All of them promise so much and and I've seen so much investment also go into how to measure impact and I've yet to see a successful impact outcome. And that's across six different business models I've been involved in. One thing I have learned is that setting an end goal of impact where the outcome is largely out of your control Because the thing with health is so many programs and attributes do affect the potential for an outcome. You can't control them all. And it makes that reaching for an impact statement and evaluating that near impossible. And yet funders and purchasers of programs or interventions want to see evidence of impact. And it just seems like unrealistic goal to attain. Let me give you a few examples. To de-identify these particular examples, I'm going to make up program scenarios. So for this first example, this was my really first big lesson on the frailties of impact measuring. I'm going to use the example of swimming lessons. Imagine there's a program released for swimming lessons for children and they're offering six swimming lessons that will be enough to teach your child to save themselves in the event and emergency. It's a really uh, well-developed program used worldwide, it contains best practice, it's supported by home help books and professional coaches. I was involved in what they call a random control trial where we measured 4,000 participants of the swimming program, the six lesson program, and we measured 4,000 that didn't do a program to see what the differences in that emergency situation swimming would be like. And the outcome was dreadful. We found there was nil to negligible skills gained after a six swimming lesson program. Absolutely a horrific result. And it was really shocking because of the amount of effort that had already been invested in establishing and rolling out this program. Naturally, funding became of risk because, you know, there was just no evidence that there was any point in doing these particular lessons. It was quite catastrophic. And I had joined just as the RCT was finished. And then it was like a couple of months later that the first findings came out. So it was quite a conundrum on what to do next. Because I'm a little bit of a change activist, I asked the question, of the six swimming lessons, how many were actually attended? 
How many times did someone actually participate in their swimming lesson? And the answer I got, because everyone went back and they measured it all and, and had a look at participation engagement levels. And the answer I got was the average was one. They would come to one and yet it was still marked down as a six lesson program. Yet the average lesson was one. I mean, no wonder the impact and the evaluation of the RCT yielded a nil result because people weren't attending. This is the frailties of impact evaluation when you look at the program itself in isolation of the performance of the product or program, you will be in a world of hurt. Another example is adult education. Again, I walked into a business and the survey to measure impact at the end of the lesson was, did you learn something? Did you like the trainer? Will you apply it, your learning back in the workplace? Now, if I sat in a four hour lesson, very likely I'm going to say I learned something and I will apply it. I I couldn't understand how that correlated to an impactful statement. Look, I get that with education because you're capturing a near term and it's really difficult to then come back six and 12 months later and get a longitudinal response. Did you apply that learning? Did it make a difference? I mean, that would be the ultimate goal, which is very difficult to do when the end user has disappeared into the distance. And so they were claiming that the program was really impactful because, you know, they had like this 95% positivity rating at the end of the program. But the second question I had was, well, how many people do you train? It was only a couple of thousand. I'm thinking, how is training 2,000 people going to change the community at large? I didn't understand where the correlation to being creating social impact by doing personal training, so it was like almost a personal development training was was going to create a social impact. And so the whole scale thing was missing for me in this impact. And there were so many impact managers that were appointed to measure all this. And I was really quite dumbstruck by the amount of money in multiple businesses. And, you know, I've got other examples that continues to get spent on impact and evaluation without a real world cause and effect correlation and demonstrating how it's really going to impact social problems. It just seems so divorced. At this stage, I want to give a shout out to what's called the Shared Value Project. Worth looking them up They're in quite a few countries uh, and here in Australia. They look at impact in a very viable way. First of all, they say, is it scalable? I mean, it's not community and social benefit impactful if it's not scalable across a community. And the second question they asked is, is it commercially viable? I mean, are you a succeeding, thriving business who is able to survive commercially with your products and through product performance? And if you are and you've got scale, then get into measuring impact and looking at your programs across those parameters, scale, viability, and then impact to the individuals and outward to a social impact. They use the theory of change to do cause and effect correlation for creating that impact. I find it a very sound program for any business to model against if they're wanting to create social impact. 
If you are listening to my podcast on your favorite player, please subscribe, like, or review. My goal is to get to a thousand followers. And of course, you can follow me on LinkedIn. One thing I learned is that if you create a framework of measuring that measures the real-time program and product performance in terms of how many people and, and what they think about the program and how well is it surviving and thriving as a commercial product in the first instance, you're not going to be caught out in trying to measure impact on a product no one uses. Over the years and more recently, I've refined a program called Evaluation Framework, which is particularly useful when you're looking for something with scale. And with that framework, what we talk about first is reach. How many people know about your program? That's marketing 101. Whether it's your Google Analytics and and your um, social media campaigns, how many people know about the program? And let's call that 100 people see it. And then we talk about engagement, right? So reach, then engagement. How many people then actually took a participation action or transacted or signed up or become involved or attended? So you you have a drop-off, right? So your reach might have been 100, but your engagement might be 10. You know, there's impact in reach as well because that helps with what I've always termed health literacy. It may help people understand something. They just choose not to engage. But the fact that it's got elevated knowledge gives you a brownie point towards impact. When they engage and take an action and then take multiple actions and transactions, you're driving up the amount of brownie points of it being memorable, eventful and impactful. And you can actually use a lot of secondary research that supports that when people do a particular action, it has an impact without you going all the way through to measuring impact outcomes. So reach and then engagement, how many people do you talk to and how many participated or engaged? And then the third area we like to measure is experience. Consumer or a user or a purchaser likes a product, the more impactful it's going to be in changing either their behavior or their referral or, you know, locked in the memory bank when the time's important in times of social need. The feedback about experience is absolutely critical to determine your journey towards successful impact. Thumbs up, however you want to measure it, MPS, all these things matter in terms of behavior stickability when trying to achieve impact goals. So we've got reach engagement experience and then there's outcomes outcomes for the business. Did you achieve volume, scale, viability, performance metrics, meeting your, I don't know, funders, B2B goals? I mean, what what has been the actual outcomes of how many people? And then you bring that research, that secondary research together with those outcomes metrics. And you can make some really powerful statements before you even get into impact evaluation. That is a very viable way for businesses to measure impact by measuring the areas in their control and not getting too hung up with paying for longitudinal research or random control trials. I mean, of course, you need them in medical, but measuring things in your control and aligning it with what already secondary research has already told you about benefits gained. My recommendation 
If you're going to do impact monitoring and you're going to spend money on it, start at the beginning of the journey. Don't start at the end. I've put a diagram of the evaluation framework in my research notes. I've also put some links in to things like theory of change and measuring impact books. Thank you for listening in. Please do subscribe and visit my website, diaryofabusinessdesigner.com. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye.